podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 150 years of Children's National Hospital. 150 years of groundbreaking research. Of exceptional healthcare for kids. Of helping families like mine and yours. 150 years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day. Yeah. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at a rose in the way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. So last night, we show a bit of uh, European heritage, as we often do. But it's now back to the grind. And it's been a grind this season. Welcome to Carnage. Welcome, welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of Carnage. Uh, to talk about predominantly the, the Liverpool Wolves game. And I thought I'd bring in our resident super fan of Wolves. Finn, how you doing, my friend? Yeah, all good, thank you. You've got uh, much smoother with this presenting stuff, Grizz. I think I was on like the second carnage and it's clockwork I'm a pro. now, mate. I'm loving it. I'm an yeah, abs- all good, thank you. <laughs> I'm an absolute pro, mate. I tell you, quick learner and all that. But, um, but look, saying that, I'm not going to lie, I cheat now, Finn. Um, I cheat in the form of a co-host who who, who helps me um, all the way from California. Of course, it's uh, little Avi. Avi, how are we doing, pal? Yeah, good, good, Chris. Thanks for having me on and looking forward to the show. Good result yesterday and welcome Finners as well to the show. Thank you. Finners has been on loads of times with me, actually. We've done loads, so you sh- he should be well. He should be so well, not welcoming you on, but you know what I mean. He's probably more of a veteran <laughs> than I am, yeah. Yeah, he is, he is. Um, <laughs> Finn's, uh, Finn's all, all things wolves. He's the man. So, um, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie, Finn. I'm not uh, particularly looking forward to this game. Um, usually... Usually it's you and you feel so like sort of you, you're always shaking when you come onto the show because you know what you're about to get. But I think this time there may be a different, different vibe going through your uh, uh, loins. Am I right? Yeah, I, I thought, to be honest, tonight would be sort of you saying that you're rubbish. We're saying that we're rubbish and just saying who's more. And like who's in the, the past, it's been like, no, we're good. And I'm like, no, actually, we're, we're all right. We might do Liverpool this time. I'm like, God, we're awful. Um, yeah, sitting in 12th, it's completely different to every other time I've spoken to you. I've been pushing for those European places. There was about a brief two-week spell of heaven where we thought we might be able to get there for Wolves. Um, and it's just ever since probably, I mean, it's a similar theme with both our seasons, the Jimenez injury. Um, it's just been a write-off of a season, especially with the whole thing not being able to go to games, which is just what I live for at a weekend normally. It's just been a bit of a write-off, a really strange season all round, and I'm not feeling too confident. I know people talk about your home form but your away form seems to be pretty good at the moment we're just looking like there's there's just nothing there apart from two amazing wingers that that deserve more um yeah. so I'm, I'm a bit more nervous than usual i think we, we go on to talk about some wingers of yours and everything else but um you know you've you big me up with my uh hosting already and i've already fucked up because i haven't <laughs> i haven't mentioned our sponsors our glorious amazing sponsors um of course which are um you know, the F- your futcard.com. You need to go over there. They create your own personalized FUT card, complete with your image, name, and stats, printed on high quality um, Fomex. So you need to go over there, people. If you type in LFCDT, you get 20% discount. Now, Avi says he can get us 20% discount on another product, which we're going to probably discuss later. But but 
I wouldn't trust Avi. I trust official FUT card. So go over to www.yourfutcard.com. Type in LFCDT, get 20% and you're loving it. But um, Avi. Yes, sir. Um, super fan. Always positive. I don't know um, why you call me a super fan. You are, I'm, no, just, you're a super I'm fan. just always confident. We're Liverpool Football Club. We're meant to be confident. I know, I know. But you've predicted 4-0 wins for the last six home games. So, so you know, there's difference, well, right? It's a between... good thing we're away this Monday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly, maybe. What's your thoughts going into this game then? Yeah, just a weird one with Wolves because you just thought from last season they would consolidate even further. Um, but it hasn't really happened. From I think that Raul Jimenez is a huge loss for you guys, isn't it? And then Fabio Silva, I think he's a talent, but he's very young and he's been sort of thrown into the thrust of it. And, you know, he's not really... You know, I think he's getting used to the pace of the game and whatnot. And, you know, he has struggled a little bit. But, you know me, Grizz, when it comes to Liverpool, great result yesterday. You know, it looked as if the old Liverpool were back. Um, but I'm kind of, and it's going to be deja vu again, I'm kindly confident going into Monday. I think we'll play better away from home. I don't know why that is without fans. I just don't understand what the logic is in that. But I can see us giving um, Nuno and his team uh, quite a bit of trouble. Yeah, um, I know you touched upon our, our, our brilliant performance, I thought, last night. We'll, we'll talk about that near the end of the show. But first, we need to kind of just get back to focus, get back to the grind. And and Finn, I think it's been a bit of a grind for you guys as well. I mean, when Nuno, when, when we started talking about sort of Nuno and Wolves came to the Premier League and everything, it was quite exciting, this, this coach of yours and you know, expansive style and technical players everywhere you look. I don't, I don't enjoy, look, I don't, I'm going to say it straight. I don't enjoy watching you guys. Don't get me wrong. I haven't enjoyed watching us this season either. Mm. Right. But every time I watch it, like sort of, if I watch Wolves on the telly and, I, and me being a football man, I watch a lot of football. Right. And I don't enjoy watching you lot anymore. Has, is it a case of him becoming sort of, um, sort of just preserving Wolves in the league type thing like he just wants to remain in the Premier League every season as opposed to sort of that progression that it seemingly looked like a couple of years ago with your coach yeah I mean we don't enjoy either to be honest mate it, every game is nil-nil half time it, it was similar in the first two seasons but we sort of had warning signs as in he'd been at uh, Nuno had been at Valencia and Porto before and I mean, he'd won the league with Porto, got Valencia into the Champions League, which I don't think they're managing to do on the regular at the moment. But all their fans were glad he went in the end because they said we were just bored. That's like what they said. His, yeah, and it, so we knew it was coming. But those, especially the championship season, when we're bopping it around playing like prime Barcelona, it's like, what are these on about? We were amazing. And then it's just slowly sort of regressed into that same sort of style. We knew he was a defensive manager. It's 2-0 is his favourite scoreline. If we ever go 2-0 up, it's like as if we're sort of, yeah, sort of, that'll do. We'll we'll shut up shop now. And we haven't done that much this season. I think we've gone behind more than any team um, in the league this season. So we're almost giving teams a 1-0 head start. And then we start playing because, yeah, very defensive. We've just slowly got more and more boring as the seasons have gone on. And the results have been getting worse. So maybe we should just go back to going, you know, just chuck everything at it like we used to do. But as you say, it used to be sort of technical football. Now it's just sort of sit back and, as I mentioned, pray that it's <laughs> two rapid blokes on the wing. It's turning, people keep calling us Perry, Perry, Burnley, um, you know, stuff like that. Okay. I mean, who knows, Portuguese, Pulis. We get it quite a lot and it, it, it's getting more like that. It, it's scary. Finners, do you think that's a case of, um, sorry to interrupt, Gris, you know. No, nah, you're right. Okay, you're back. Finners, <laughs> do you think that's a case of like, because he's still like young, he's what, 46, 47, isn't he? And he's been at top job like Valencia. It's it's a high pressure job because they the, the board expect him to work miracles with a very tight budget. And he did well to be fair at Porto. And then he went at Valencia. Then he went to Porto. Do you think that he's sort of just like trying to figure out himself and an identity? I know. I know. For the first two seasons, I know. At, in the championship, you absolutely blitzed that season, didn't you? Mm. And then obviously Jordan Mendes coming in. The the whole sort of Portuguese connection that you've got, you know where they sort of feed you younger players and, you know, you buy and you sort of develop them and then sell them on. Do you think that's sort of coming into a sort of um, head-on conclusion this summer? And I think he might be saying and turn around and say to the board, I want to buy players that fit sort of my new sort of ethos maybe. Because yeah, he is still again, 47 and, you know, he's still, yeah. he's probably still learning a lot more about himself 
Denny's team as well. I mean, you're probably the best man to answer that. So Exactly, yeah, and there's a reason. Obviously, he came to Wolves in the Championship and he's done what he's done and he's going to want to go on to a, I mean, a Liverpool-sized club or hopefully he can take us there, but at the moment it's not looking like that. But no, yeah, with the George Mendes connections especially, it was amazing those first few seasons because, you know, we're bringing in Jao Martino for £5 million, which is just ridiculous. I mean, Jota for £13 million and like he never played. It, it's dead dodgy, his dealings, because he signed for Atletico Madrid, never played a game for them and then left again from the loans. And we were getting the good side of all these deals. It was only a matter of time before he went, right, thank you very much. You've now got good players. I'll go and place them at, you know, Liverpool's or even his his other clubs like his Valencia's that he's basically broken. Um, so you get the good and the bad with, with Mendes. And obviously, I mean, Fabio Silva won't be coming in without him. And as you mentioned before, there's a player there, um, as with like Pedro Neto, never played a game for Lazio and all of a sudden we've turned him into a, a world beater. There's a guy at, uh, I think you were linked with him at, at Sporting Lisbon, Pedro Goncalves, um, Goncalves top yeah. scorer in the league. He, he was, was he was in our under 23. And then he's yeah. gone back to Portugal on, played on a one permanent. Carabao Cup game. Yeah, we played, yeah, yeah. we came on in the Carabao Cup game. He never got a whiff and and now he's going for 60 million, which is brilliant. Um, so I you did get, not you know get, that. I did not know yeah, that. He was at honestly, Wolves. mate. Yeah, he was at Wolves, yeah. And oh, you I, know what? And you know yeah. what? He's the next superstar. He's the next Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. The only wow. thing is we've got a um, a percentage of the transfer or something. We get 20%, like 20% of his next yeah. one. But still, I mean, I'd, I'd rather have the player than, than whether it be like 10 mil. Um, but no, yeah, the, you, you get good and bad with him. And obviously, Jimenez is... Um, Neves is, you, you take the good with the bad. But this summer, I, I mean, probably the last two seasons of transfers, that first season in the Premier League, you got Patricio, uh, Bolly on a permanent, Jimenez, Matinho. That's the core of our team still. still Everyone yeah. we've tried to bring in, Catrones, Vallejos, uh, I'm trying to think of others. They just they just haven't stuck. They've just been and gone. They've been really poor recruitment since. But um, well, no, yeah, we knew, we knew it was coming almost. What, what's, your, what's, your, what's your views on... Um... Nuno, my my older brother Avi, is you a fan of him? <laughs> and be careful, his family. I <laughs> he, I think he is a good manager. Mm. I think Wolves is a great club. It was a great fit for him to come in and get them from the Championship to the Premiership. So you know, achievement number one, consolidate their position in the Premiership, which he's done. He's been un, you know he's been unlucky with the Raul Jimenez sort of injury. Yeah. A, I thought they had a great run last season in the um, Europa League. And, you know, you played some good... I think you had Olympi- You played in Olympiacos along the way. I don't remember who you got knocked out to, but it was, you know... The, the Kings, were, Sevilla, they the, knock everyone the, out of that competition. Yeah, <laughs> the fans and everything were, like, behind it. So it's good that he's brought European football to the club. I think he's a good manager. I think there needs to come a decision, like, what's the next step? Like, I know the board has backed him and whatnot, and you've got the connection going on with all the Portuguese players coming through, but what's the next step? Like, is it to go that one step further to you know, make yourselves a top six team regularly, then top four. It just depends. And it is at the moment, it seems as if you're just in between. And mm. whilst you're in between, you're just getting lost in translation. Like, you know, I know you're languishing, I think in 12, 13, but you're far better than that. You know, and the business that you guys do, you'll run like a good, op- you know, it's a good operation going on there. And, you know, I just think maybe needs a year, but if it does carry on, you do wonder, like, you know, there, there's a few, Discover the new three-step Pro Partial range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart. Managers waiting in the wings, I won't name names now, but, you know, who relish at that chance of taking the Wolves job. But like you said, Finn, it's up to you. It's it's what you guys... um, expect from the club because I know we had Leicester fan on previous weeks on Carnage and they were happy with like top six even though they were like third at the, at the time yeah. and, you know they're like joint second or third at the moment but so it's it's difficult to see what expectations you have of Wolves I and Traore this... sorry Traore oh, yeah. as well that hasn't helped all season because is he signing is he not you know there was demands that people clubs you know they put a Price tag on him over like 60, 70 million last season. No one's right. going to pay you that. Even, 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 even sort of maybe segue into this question that Master of Disaster asks. So, sort of like you're talking about the drop off. And Finn, what do you think? Which players have had the biggest drop off or been disappointing than for you? I know he's named some there, but for you, is anything different from the ones that Master of Disaster's mentioned? 
No, he's got. I'd, I'd say Neves has has got way better in some areas. And for example, you'd know him as Ruben Neves. He can score from outside the area. Hasn't scored a single mm. one. And this season, he scored his first goals inside the box, and it's been five of them. And in the last three seasons, he hasn't scored a single one. So, um, so yeah, Neves has been. I, I wouldn't complain with him. But Matinho, I don't know what's happened. I mean, from thirty three to thirty four. Uh, the drop off that I mean, you, you know, it's coming at that sort of age, but um, how we used to run games, it's, just, it's really dropped off. Um, Traore is a really, a really interesting one. And it's going back to that point as well that you're saying, what do we do now? Do we, for example, Jot is the first player that we ever sort of sold for, for big money. And it's like, if you get rid of a Traore or a Neves or someone this summer, it's like we discuss, decide this summer, do are we a Southampton? They're going to make players and move them on. Or are we going to try and become a Leicester that try and keep hold of them and push? And it's going to be crucial. And Traore is one of the main players that we're thinking of almost flogging now after him being unbelievable last season. Um, and for me, it, it's really like chicken and egg almost. That we, If he was in, for example, I look at Sterling in the Man City team. And I think, God, if Traore or Neto got the chances that he gets, they'd be mm. getting just as many goals. And I, I really think that, it's the system that are, are drawing. I mean, Neto's flourish still somehow, an unbelievable footballer. But Traore not having Jimenez there, having one man in the box to aim at because his crossing isn't particularly precise. But he's got to basically get it on the head of the one bloke in the box because we play one striker and everyone sits back. And it's for me, Traore has been probably third, fourth best player this season. But like, oh, he hasn't really? been awful by any. No, honestly, mate, you, there's no stats for him getting us up the pitch 80 yards. Like it's ridiculous what he does. But then he's got no support, gets fouled, and and then we go again. And yeah, it, it, obviously from stats and stuff, I think he should have assists wise. He should have about eight assists if you go off expected assists. So is that okay. the players around him not having him and as there and all that? And yeah, it's a strange one. But for me, Adama and, and Neto by far are are, are bright sparks. Maybe Neves, but I just feel sorry for him. It's <laughs> weird. What, what? What, what I think the drop off that I've seen is sort of in terms of you always associated well the first few years where we saw Wolves in the Premier League was pace. It seemed to have pace mm. everywhere on the flanks through the middle. I mean, I know Jimenez isn't the quickest, but sort of around him it was pure pace. Yeah. Now, you know, I know if we take out Traore and Neto, I find you a very slow team now, especially mm. in the central midfield area. Um, and it, and and, and uh, you know and, and that's from Nuno's style that was initially all about intensity, almost similar to Liverpool in terms of mm. the pressure you put on teams, the high intensity with the with obviously the Wolves crowd behind you guys was magnificent. You know you, mm. the atmosphere that you guys create and sort of it would you know sort of go into the players and 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 the players would press. I don't you, you back off teams so much now. Every game it seems like Wolves are playing it like an away game even at yeah. home, just let the opposition have the ball and then just hope that Neto and Traore do something on the on the flanks. Your, your signings against, I think Avi touched upon your signings. Fucking hell, this, I don't want to sound depressing to you for you guys so much, Finn, but, <laughs> but, you, but you're so, like, like, you've got Semedo from, mm. Barca. from Barca. Yeah. And then, and then you bought, um, uh, there's a center, the other left back that you bought, the young guy, Nuri, Nuri. There's Nuri, yeah, Marcel. Marcel, yes, yes, yeah. you bought from Marcel Leon. Been sat on her, yeah, in the in the doctor's room the whole time. Honestly, like, is it unlucky? Is it unlucky that the signings haven't come off, or is it bad recruitment? It's. I feel like, uh, for example, like, I'm a big fan of Football Manager, and they're unreal on there. The bloke, <laughs> whoever's recruiting them, like Silver's an animal. He's scoring like 30, 35 a season. Um, but uh, but no. It, I don't know. There's a lot of young players there. And if you keep hold of them for, for three or four years, we should have a good team then. But, I mean, you can't risk that, can you? You can't risk, right, let's have three seasons of not getting relegated because something's going to go wrong there. Um, I, when the season, when like the, the window slammed shut, however they call it, I was quite happy with it. But I don't, it's strange, like Semedo, you go, wow, we're signing a right-back from Barcelona. It's like, what's going But the last game I saw him play, was when Alfonso Davis just <laughs> absolutely ended his yeah. career so much yeah. so that he went from Barcelona to Wolves. So, Semedo, I think you'll see in the game if he ever gets there, he's fantastic in the middle third of the pitch. He's, I think, he's top for dribbles from a defender. He's so, I mean, in theory, like on FIFA, Semedo and Adama are a fantastic right side because they're so quick. Yeah, but in both boxes, just like Matt Doherty used to be for Wolves, who got I think ten goals, ten assists for us, which is where we've really lacked. Semedo got none. Yeah, was exactly, my yeah. He's not scoring and he can't defend. So it's like, it's what do you do? I mean, 
that middle third is fantastic, but you can see why why Barcelona let him go. And, and down that side, I, I think I saw someone in the comments as well, that right-hand side, um, unless Hoover plays, but Semedo and Traore, it's, it's quite easy to, to get past. I was just going to ask about our kid, um, Hoover. I was going to say, um, have you been looking after him for us? Or <laughs> Yeah, well... <laughs> He was shocking against Man City. Uh, against Man City, honestly, mate. He was just like, just really nervous, sort of like all like going under his feet for a, a throw-in. Or it seems or, like he doesn't enjoy defending. He likes to be on mm. the ball when he's looked to go forward. This is what I used to say about Hoover. But when it comes to the nitty gritty, he didn't like getting dirty. Uh, mm. And and you know, I don't know what position you've been playing him in a four or, or, or as a wing back in a five. But he 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 much prefers to play in a five. As an orthodox fullback, I wasn't unsure. I was unsure, mm. sorry. And I think the Liverpool hierarchy were as well. Yeah, well, I remember the first ever game he played for you was against us when, when Lovren came in the, off FA, in the Cup. FA Cup. And he was in like 16, Cup, yeah. yeah. And he came on at centre-half then, I think, didn't he? And it, it, like, I thought that would yeah. be, be his position. And obviously, yeah, he's, I thought as well in like a, a five-back, he'd want to be sort of like a right centre-back. But no, yeah, he likes to... To bomb on the flying Dutchman, I think he's, he was uh, called when we signed him. But um, but no, yeah, you, you can definitely. Sorry, go on. No, no, go on. Let you finish off. I've got. A... You can just see this potential there. You can see why he was yeah. at Ajax and Liverpool. So I mean, as a backup right back to eventually succeed Samedo, who's who's older than you think, thinks he's get by twenty seven, twenty eight. So um, mm. so no, yeah, I'm I'm confident he'll become a good player, but I can, yeah, he's not set the world it, alight yet, unfortunately. It, it, there's another um, guy you've got on your books. Um, he's an American, so sorry, Grizz. I'm going to have to talk about this U.S. Uh, national team player, um, Owen Owen Otisawi. Do you know much of him? And because there's, 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 there's a bit of hoo ha, yeah. There's a lot of hype about him out here, and just wanted to get your thoughts on him. He's a defensive yeah, um, midfielder, I think, isn't he? Yeah, he he played in the back three for the under twenty threes, and then they slowly transitioned him into midfield. And he's exactly what we need. Like Chris was saying, we're lacking. I mean, Neves and Martino midfield. You got all the technical ability in the world, but when you've got this bloke, come on! And he's just there's a great picture when he came on against Chelsea, and he's just got Mount just pushing him away. Looks tiny on him. It's like this is exactly what we need, and he just doesn't get a look in. I know he got called up for for America because of yeah, yeah. was it um, some players couldn't travel due to restrictions or something. So he's he got part of in. the. Yeah, they just announced the Olympics sort of uh, 24, so he's part of that too. Yeah. So, oh, wow. We've got a good yeah, chance I'm... of getting uh, Olympic gold in soccer for once. <laughs> he's exactly what we need. And he came on against Brighton after having a few sub-appearances um, and we were 3-1 up and then we, we choked it to 3-3. And then Adama put this inch-perfect cross onto his head and he was about three yards out, just had to head it in and he missed. And ever since then, um, he, hadn't, he hadn't played a minute until he came on against City for two minutes and gave them a goal. So his last five minutes in a wool shirt cumulative have been awful. But um, but he's for me, he's exactly what we need in midfield and he's going to make it as a fantastic footballer. Yeah, he's just, he's got everything, everything you need really, technically brilliant and just the, the size of him. It's just, wow. There was a, there was oh, a question, there's a question there by, uh, who was it? Damn, damn, that was a good question because... Because Wolves are known to, not known really, but you, I know they've got financial power, but with this, with this pandemic and everything, it seems a lot of clubs will have to sell maybe one mm. of their prized assets or whatever. And I think the question said, um, who is your, who are you fearing the most sort of that's going to get sold? Like, who do you fear that's going to be get sold this summer? If anyone, or, or do you think you're comfortable enough not to sort of have to go down that route and sell one of your stars? Yeah, the main sort of thought amongst the fan base is that uh, Traore and Neto, uh, Traore, Neto and Neves have got the highest value. You could also argue that if we're going to try and transition into a back four, that Cody could be sold um, because it's going to be the highest he's ever, like his value is going to be the highest it's ever been. And he doesn't really work in a back two. So for a team, maybe trying to play a back three, which would be sad because he's literally Mr. Wolves. It's um, It would be really sad to see, but he just doesn't work in a two. Um I'd be sad to see Traore go. I mean, one of my goals for 2021 was try and race him in a 100-meter race. And if he goes oh, in the really? summer, I've got long. Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to try and get onto the Wolves media. Are you quick? Yeah, Finn, are you that Oh, no, oh, I'm useless. That's why it'd be really funny. Oh, okay. Hey, I'd said it'd be I like... I think you um, fancy your chances, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Um, but no, yeah, I'm I'm 6'6", six, six, and he's like 5'7". So I said it'd be like sort of Bolt. Um, what was his name? <laughs> Bolt. And uh, he was the little man that always used to finish second. Avi, wasn't his it? name. Oh, uh, no, Bla- Blake. Blake. No, yeah, Johan yeah. Blake. 
Yeah, and Blake, that's the one. Oh, yeah, Jamaica, be, yeah. Like that. Yeah, that would be. But um, but no, yeah, I'm scared of him leaving just for that, really. But no, um, Neves, I think anyone we sell, we'd regret out of those three because they'd all become better players in, in other Finis, teams. Do you me. think do you think Ruben Neves has regressed? Like for me, he's always been I've I've just been so unsure of him because there's he's got the vision, he's got the passing range, but mm. I just don't I can't take to him whether it's whether he's slightly slow to play for a top sixty, yeah. like a top elite four team, not no disrespect to Wolves, but just his work rate in general. Like his best work's down in that centre circle. He reminds me very much like a Jabby Alonso, where oh, Jabby Alonso I was, was a great passer. Oh, of course you were, Grizz. I swear <laughs> to God. That's Grizz in a nutshell. I was about to say that. I was about to say, I take swear the limelight off me. I swear to God, I was going to say a controversial opinion of mine. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Has always been. Liverpool fans, that- Liverpool fans know that I've got a very, very controversial opinion when it comes to Zabi Alonso. And I think... Just that extra work rate. Yeah, I think... Let me finish, will you? Sorry, just mate, that extra, on. just that extra work rate that he sort of lacks to be a top four team, a uh, top four like in a top four team or like you know outside of Europe, like like a Barcelona, Real Madrid. He's got qualities in, in abundance, and his passing is there's no doubt about that, no no questioning that. It's just a little bit that he sort of lacks. I was just wondering, I just wanted to get your opinion. Yeah, for me, he's. I mean, he's like the golden boy coming in in the championship and it was like, wow, Ruben Neves. And, and you slowly get used to it, don't you? Like, okay, th- this guy's here now. But he's lost that sort of star factor of smacking in like a 30-yarder every week against Rotherham. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it, he, has, he has changed his game, definitely. Um, in the first, probably the second season, he was getting a lot of criticism, mainly Nuno getting criticism for how he was playing him. He was sort of, like we had a back three and then we'd also mm. play um, Neves almost in like a, as if he was at the base of a three in midfield. So Cody and him were just in the same place trying to ping balls. Um, and it wasn't working. He, he wasn't even crossing the halfway line. But there's a lot of um, thoughts amongst the fan base for him to be played further forward. But I just don't... He's not very agile. I, I quite like him from deep, but not as deep as he was. So it's like, where do you find that sweet spot? And getting into the box has been good this season. I mean, he's gone from, what, two goals last season to five, I think, this season. I think two of them were penalties, but... um doesn't suit the agenda um and yeah. I think that that's a future for him more of a box-to-box but as you say has he got that got that in him I'm I think if we bought Renato Sanchez in in the summer and you could pair him and Neves in midfield I think we'd be sorted but with Martino in there Neves is sort of having to do both jobs and not doing either of them particularly well but he's a, if he went to someone else he's an unbelievable player honestly he's just I hope, I hope you buy Renato, I hope you buy Renato Sanchez as well because we've been linked with him and I'm not a fan mm. Now, if he turns out to very be very good player this season, we know yeah, very good player this season. I'm, 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 player, yeah. I'm here. I'm here to get slapped when he does well. You know me. I don't shy away uh, from speaking my opinion, and I think he'll be brilliant for a Wolves or even an Oxlade mm. Chamberlain will be good for a Wolves. Wink, wink, mm. nudge, nudge. Um, so you can Thanks take either. Give us a Rigi as well again. Uh, yeah, you can take a Rigi <laughs> as well if you want as well. Just. <laughs> You know, we can if we can just do a swap deal with Neto, then all parties happy kind of thing. But seems um, yeah, it seems fair. Um, <laughs> question for the guest: Has the lack of fans impacted Wolves? Um, I touched upon it, but I'm sure you're going to expand on it. Yeah, and like everyone says it, don't they? Like every club has gone, oh, we've missed the fans. I think, I mean, there's some fans that definitely haven't. Like Arsenal, the amount yeah. of away days I've been West there. Ham. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's definitely teams that haven't, and I. I don't want to sound like one of those ones that are just using it as an excuse, but if you look at it on paper, like player for player, a lot of the games we've won in the last few years, and I know fans like to think they're more important than they actually are realistically, but we sort of sucked that goal into the South, like the ball into the South Bank goal. It's it's ridiculous how how good our fans can be in a, I mean, pre- Premier League-wise, relatively average size stadium. Yeah, we're, we're a great fan base, one club city and all that, and it does really affect them. I mean, I just think like players that have signed half that squad have never really, well, starting 11, have never really had that bond. You know, like We were quite a close-knit team. Like they, they trained down the road ne- right next to a school. And it just, I don't know, it just felt like we're really closely connected and 
I know with every club it's the same, so I don't want to try and make excuses, but it really has. It just feels a, a bit more distant. I mean, it's the first time people have ever sort of questioned Nuno. So you've seen Nuno out. So yeah. That would have been like, wow, before. And the, the whole thing as, as in general, not only the fans being brilliant in the stadium, but the whole sort of disconnect. Um, yeah, it's it's sad. What's happened there? Have I touched the wrong button? Or someone's touched the wrong button? <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is going to happen because you big me up at the start. But but um, <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think I think... I think you're definitely one of those clubs where um, the fans made massive difference. Passionate support mm-hmm. every time. You knew, especially like an evening game, you could just create the atmosphere and, and, and yeah. sort of, you know, rally around the team. And I, I don't know, I think maybe not having fans there maybe has has made life slightly easier for Nuno. As you said, you could have seen fans getting on his back because mm. the football is is regressing really poor, yeah. to, to, to the outside uh, world, I don't, you know, you've obviously confirmed that he has. Um, but but with of, the fans, with the fans, that would have been an uplift, no? If the fans yeah, then you, they were maybe trading yeah, one nil or one one, it's a balance, isn't it? Yeah, it's a balancing act. I can, it's still look, Avi swinging to Liverpool is <laughs> is definitely affected us, right? Yeah, yeah, so like someone like Thiago has not played in front of. And he and he's not played in front of fans at Anfield. Like imagine that. Exactly. Like, yeah, when we when we did when we did manage to get some fans in, we had you know the Spurs game, but he was injured for it. So and against he's just been desperately unlucky. Yeah, against Wolves as well. Yeah, of course. Well, he hasn't remember. played, has he, in front of an Anfield crowd? Has he? No, but I can't remember what he done against Wolves. What, what, what did no, he, you do? No, he meant that we played Wolves during that period as well. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what? I can't even remember. I'll ask him. Avi, is that you? Cops want to get into your house or something? Are they trying? No, to my back? apartment upstairs. I've just sent my missus to sort them out. <laughs> what, are they, what are they doing? Like, what, what is it? They're is there not, anything, they're just, interesting? They're just anything moving interesting? They're just moving in. No, they're just banging on. Um, putting they're just banging. Up. Yeah, this is banging. Yeah, obviously, it looks, <laughs> that's what it looks like as well. Can you like sort it's it out? It's a bit of a mess. Yeah, and I apologise. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, no, of course, of course. Do you know what I mean? Um, don't know. Don't know. Oh, it's two o'clock in the afternoon there as well. Three o'clock coming up to, yeah, two thirty <laughs> in the afternoon. There's so, odd time to be banging, but you know, that's, I'm not going to say any more. Uh, but Finn, um, I was going to ask you, right, from this current Liverpool team, if you could choose three players, just to tick, pick three players for your Wolves team right now, right? Not at the start of the season. Mm. Now, right now, what you need, what you, how your season's panning out. You've got three Liverpool players at the peak of their form. Because obviously okay. you, don't want, you don't want none of our players right now. But <laughs> imagine they were at the peak of their form. You pick three Liverpool players to walk into your Wolves team and um, which three will you pick? Well, the shopping list in the summer for Wolves is a centre-back, a centre-midfielder and probably a winger if Adama goes. So immediately, I mean, I've even seen Wolves people tweeting, why don't we go for Wijnaldum if he's out of contract? <laughs> it's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> but but for me, the centre-back would be obviously be Van Dijk. Uh, centre-midfield, I don't know who I'd pick, but yeah, it'd be Van Dijk and Salah. It's a hard one. Oh, Salah, yeah, definitely. Just, yeah, just for the right. And then you'd have Neto, Jimenez, Salah. That would be lovely. Um, and then you could go Bolly, Van Dijk. Um, would I swap Semedo? I don't know whether I'd go Trent, who could probably transition into midfield anyway, like everyone says. Or I don't know, who would you like? An in, who would you say your most like, industrious I'm, midfielder? I'm not, I'm not I thought you would have chosen Fabinho, um, Finners. Yeah, that, yeah, that'll do, yeah. Really? Does he get up and does he get up and down, or is he more of a? No, sitter? he's a sixer. No, but he'll yeah. tidy up. I think Wolves have missed that dynamic defensive midfielder in their team. That little cog. Especially if we go to a four, yeah, that would be not. Yeah, I'll take them, please. If that's all right. I would have thought. <laughs> I would have thought. I would have thought Trent's going change. I'm not going to lie. I thought. I would have. Th- I would have mm, said as Trent, a wing back as well. Because mm. Nevis can. Because Nevis look. Nevis is the type of player that needs runners. Nevis is the type of player that needs movement ahead of him. If he sees movement, if he sees runners. He's one of those players that can pick out pass. Matunio as well, Prodence as well. You know, all these guys have great vision. I would have mm. thought Trent, Salah, and Virgil. But yeah, no, it's your it's your choice. If you've gone with Fabinho, Salah, and and VVD, fair enough. Avi, yep. Um, who would you pick? Peak of their powers uh, from this Wolves squad uh, right now. The key is right now. What would you want from this Wolves team? Three players. Pick three players from this Wolves team right now. If they were all fit at Wolves, because mm-hmm. I'm going to pick uh, Raul, pick Raul, Raul, Raul Jimenez, 100%. Um, 
I think he's okay. ind- industrious and he would work in our system. Um, he would definitely get on the end of those crosses from Robertson and Trent. Better Bobby? Um, Did you better Bobby? On a par? I can't, com- I can't compare Similar? Him. Different players. Really? Jimenez is more of a... Yeah, he does a yeah, lot of his are. work inside the box as well and he's target man and he's mm. great in the air. Mm. Um, right now, would I take Neto? No, I wouldn't take Neto right now. I would take... Oh, that's a tough one. I would take Connor Cody, sentimental value, um, because he was a Liverpool boy originally. So I'll take Cody in, in our situation currently. And I would probably take us two, three. I'll take Owen Otisawi. We needed it. We needed a defensive midfielder when Fabinho went oh, back. Oh, so shut up. I would have taken the, the marketing revenue in there as well with the Mexican Yeah, exactly. What is that? We no, need. That's just. <laughs> why do you always like bollock me? No, shut up. That is such an awful Well, he's a defensive selection. midfielder. We lack a defensive midfielder. That's a What's wrong with you? That's a pure hipster selection. You just tried to be... So you've picked... You've picked... <laughs> I'm trying to get uh, on the Finn's good side, isn't he? You've picked Jimenez, right? Fair enough. That made sense. I thought, okay, yeah. he's going to be... He's going to make sense. Cody then he's, gone, issues. then he's gone for Conor Cody, who plays in a back five, right? And he's expecting to come into a, a back four of Liverpool. Awful shout, right? But for <laughs> sentimental reasons, right? Well, he was originally a defensive midfielder. And then your third choice is American, just because he's American and... F- you want a Burberry model as well. As well. Or whatever, but whatever is not, but that's <laughs> not. Come on, you've really overlooked Neto. Now, I don't want to force my opinion on you, right? Because I'm bigger than you and everything. Neto needs I, to do I don't some numbers before we actually are in the conversation for a Neto. Okay, he needs to do some numbers. Maybe like 15 goals next season, 10 assists. Then we'll start talking about whether Neto is good enough for a top four team. Half and puff. Half and banging his back. his brain. He has. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, I get everyone's opinions, everyone's opinion, but that that's a stinker of opinion. Okay, if, okay, how, okay. Owen Otisawi, American kid, revenue. We need money. Everyone knows that. So he makes us, he's a sensible signing, right? And he's a defensive midfielder, right? Then we've got tell him, people, makes tell sense. him, tell him, and, <laughs> tell him, <laughs> tell him, Brilliant. everyone, tell him. I give well, obviously, I could have said Neto, but I'm not going to go with the obvious. I will always look at the next sort of superstar. Let's see where we are in a year's time. Okay, that you're that confident, good. yeah? You're I think that Otisawi good. makes it well. Finners is obviously speaking highly of him, he'll make it, yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll Fabinho's be- what 27 on in October, right? 27 or 28 in October. Uh, Otisawi's what 20 years old, any Finners? Think so, oh, yeah, yeah, two, yeah. three years. Let's talk. Let's talk in two years, Grizz, if you've not sacked me by then, but yeah, let's see. Oh man, look, people are getting intimidated because you're cool by your energy. It can be, oh, I'll calm down. But when I hear shit, <laughs> I can't help myself. Oh, I'll calm down. But people think that, but people think you're on drugs or you're trolling because obviously, you know, for I'm, me, I'm, if, you I'm ask me right, if you ask yeah. me right now, it will be difficult to, to pick a center half out of Wolves because of the, they're so used to playing in a three. Um, but if you ask me to pick one of them and sort of in terms of, Someone who we need someone with pace and who's physical, it would be Bowley, you know. Mm. Um, then I'd look for Neto, absolutely Neto. Um, the third where does one, he get in? Where does he get in your first 11, Neto? Right who now, says, who says you have to get into my first 11? Okay, right rotate, now. right? Of course, will- simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com/fedcontracts. We're a big club. We operate. I'm thinking. Come on, I'm thinking ahead of you, man. You're thinking. Who who does he get in ahead of? He can, in fact, he gets in ahead of Bobby Firmino for me. You can put Salah through the middle. You could put Mane and and uh, Neto on the wings. Wall. You could put. You could reunite Jota with Neto. Fantastic. Um, the third one I'd struggle though. Third mm. player, I'm thinking. Third player right now from this Wolves at the peak because Traore at his peak would be sensational coming off the bench for us. I mean, can you imagine we pressed a lot the shit out of teams right for 65 minutes and they're thinking, oh, we got rid of Salah or a Mane or a Jota. <laughs> And then you and then you see uh, Mr. Olympia oiling up his arms on the sideline, right? <laughs> and you think to yourself, "What are we about to get now from this guy?" You know, I think you'd be sensational under the right coach. Um, I'm not sure 
I'm not sure Nuno's the right coach for him. Finn, he's, he's regressed a bit, hasn't he? Um, we, I know we've touched upon it, but... Well, yeah. he's, been, he's always been like that all throughout his career. At Barca, he was brilliant in the Barca B team, right? And he came from the Messiah Academy. Went to Villa, he was awful. Went to Middlesbrough, it, everyone was always talking about his end product. Comes to Wolves, had a purple patch. Let's remind ourselves, Adama Traore had a purple patch last season. And now he's gone back to normality again. And then your tweet, I've seen your tweets, Chris. Uh, tens and thousands of tweets about Traore would be the ultimate clock player and this and that. Come on. Oh, I, like, seriously, I, come on. Look, I'm just saying, I'm giving my opinion, like I think he could improve. I didn't say he's a fantastic player. I'm not bigging up Traore as much as I'm bigging up Klopp's ability to turn gems into, into masterpieces. That's more my point. But um, Miracle's um, giving me my answer for the third player. I'll take Patricio. 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 Yeah, why did I find that so hard to pronounce? But um, that fella as backup goalkeeper, I think he's. But he's not going very... to come to Liverpool as a backup. Come on. Oh, is Virgil van Dijk going to Lewis. Wolves? Is Virgil van Dijk <laughs> going to Wolves? It's a game we're playing here, son. Yeah, it has to be a realistic. It has to be a realistic game. Oh, so Virgil van Dijk going to Wolves is realistic. Yeah, Finners gets a day off because I'm being nice to him, so he's fine. He, he can all day long, it's fine. I think, I, think, I, think, I think he's a very underrated keeper. Good keeper, isn't he, Finn? Yeah, brilliant shot stopper, crosses and stuff like that. He's, I mean, you can tell he, he played in Portugal for 10 years, not exactly mm. like used to Chris Woods and Andy Carroll's, but um, but no, yeah, shot stopping wise, he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Finners, really in Jose, came from Real Sociedad. Come with a yeah. big reputation. He's done really well last three last three seasons at Sociedad. Really done well, and that Sociedad team is actually flourishing right now. But he's come to Wolves. He's uh, struggled a bit, hasn't he, with the pace of the Premiership? You could say that. Yeah, eight games, no goals. I don't think it. Again, it's a, a, a thing of he, he gets the ball and there's no one to pass to. It, I do feel sorry for him. But for, for example, like the night before he signed for Wolves, he just played for Sociedad in a cup game, scored two brilliant goals, was coming in on red hot form. Players around him. I think he hit one from about 25 yards and he's come in and it's like we, I don't know, we sort of put the shackles on players um, and he's just being used as a hit his chest, see if Neto and Adama have got up in time and then he's the one man in the box and when we're watching sort of, you know, like you do the YouTube search of William Jose and he's getting his head on all these things and it just hasn't happened. Like if we cross to the front post, he's at the back post and, and vice versa and they haven't quite clicked and he hasn't got long to to make that click for us to possibly sign him on a permanent. I think we've got an option, but uh, like 29, signing someone for £20 million, it, it doesn't mm. seem viable, whether it was just a stopgap for him and S. But on paper, I mean, he, he basically signed for Spurs, then didn't basically sign for Barca, then it got cancelled. So there's a player there, but it's, yeah, it's, it hasn't been so much so that people are calling for Silva to come back in and he's like 12. Yeah, so, he looks um, it as well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Talking of looking like 12, Avi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we're going, to, work, we're going to Wolves um, yeah. Monday, isn't it? Monday night. Monday night. How do we approach this game, yeah. son? What do we do? Selection-wise, talk to me. Selection-wise, I would go with the 11 that played yesterday. I think we Same go with 11. that. Yeah, of course. If they've got two full centre-backs, two fully fit centre-backs, we go with them. Phillips and uh, Kabak. And then Fabinho needs to be in a six to let... Thiago and Gini, you know, press ahead and play their game, um, you know, helping the front three. And then we go with that, again, away from home. We've been taking this cautious approach, but it seems to be working. I know we beat Sheffield United, but we were cautious, we were patient. You know, we got the goal second half. And I think same again at Molyneux. I think Wolves will be, they can be got at, especially like usually it would be like, oh, damn, we're going to Wolves, Molyneux. But we fairly got a good record there. I don't think Wolves have beaten Liverpool since, I'm thinking now, since Hodgson was in charge, when Matt Berra was at squad at Anfield 1-0? Oh, Christoph, yeah, the Scottish fight. Christoph Berra, yeah. there you go. I mean, we um we won in the FA Cup that one, but you basically played yeah, yeah, I think, no yeah. team yeah, two years so ago. I will say, no, um, yeah, we go there with the uh, full of confidence, Chris. We've got to be confident. So Full of confidence. Yeah, just, we, we go there full of confidence. You should. We'll just be the second best team in the really? Bundesliga. So, of course, we've got to have a bit of confidence. Forget so what's total. gone in before us in the league. We go there with a bit of well, we're not going to go there with like miserable guts and be negative, are we now? No, I'm not saying the that. lads. We've got to get behind the lads, haven't we? No, I'm not saying that. I'm sort of talking about sort of how the team shape or how we are mentality. You know, Europe is totally different. The way Leipzig approach the game is going to be absolutely totally different from the way Wolves are going to approach the game. I'm assuming um, 
Finn, you're going to play, you know, five at the back, mm-hmm. um, your usual three in midfield and there's sort of two up front or one up front and one behind, or are you anticipating anything different? No, it'd be yeah, more of a five four one almost, or you could call it five two three if I'm being optimistic. But um, yeah. but no, yeah, it will be um, it will be a, a nil nil at halftime. We'll pray for if you can get a goal in the first half, then you've done it. Well done. That's normally what happens, um, and and that's how Wolves games go at the moment. If you can get a goal in the first half, you've basically done it. See it out. Maybe similar to the last game, really. I think Cody made that mistake, and then it was just the, the floodgates open from then on. Because if we go at teams, you can just just hit us on the break and. That might be when if you brought a Traore off the bench, Grizz, if you had him, you'd be able to absolutely tear us yeah. to shreds. But, um, yeah. but no, yeah, it'll be, yeah, same, same as always. If we can get a goal, we are good at hanging on. Um, but no, yeah, I haven't got much confidence. I'd snap your hand off for a nil-nil now. As it, I mean, that's normally as boring as it is. Predict your lineup for us. It'll be Patricio in goal. Um, Bolly has been on the bench against Man City, so he may be back in. We've really been missing him. Was it injury? Cody. Was it injury? Yeah, yeah, hamstring for like the oh, third time this he's season. He's available on a free this summer, isn't he, Finners? Bowley? Well, yeah, everyone thought he had. And then apparently he signed an extension without them announcing it or he's triggered something. So apparently he's got another year. It's really confusing. Um, but apparently he's got something in there. Um, and there'll be Cody and Sace, um, who's good for a goal off a corner sometimes. And then it will be Johnny and Semedo at wing back. Um, Neves. And it could be Dendonker in midfield. Now he cannot have to play centre-back because Bolly may be back. Oh, um, and then man, you've suddenly looked solid nice, again yeah. for us. <laughs> and then it'll be Neto, Traore, Jose, I imagine. Avi, suddenly that looks a very strong. When I say strong, I mean it seems like with the with the with the Bolly coming back into the team, and then Dodonka. Is it Dodonka? Dionka? Dodonka? Isn't it? Dodonka. Uh, yeah, coming back into midfield, suddenly looks like they stiffen up. Who's going to play right wing back? Semedo and who's the left? It's going to be to the left. Johnny, Johnny. who's just come back from a he's ACL. Back as well. he's oh, been, so yeah, suddenly, he's so suddenly, all these players are back magically for for the Liverpool game. Um, how do we? And they're going to play in a low block, as Finn's confirmed. Um, the lowest. And we've got we've got issues playing against low blocks, or or yeah, we have. Um, how are we going to break this down? Because I know you said you're going to pick the same eleven. But that was a total different setup and scenario. We were two 0 up, and he'd picked a team uh, to play for a two 0 up away from home. You, you, you sure you don't see any changes in personnel or tactics or shape? Do we revert to the four three three or the slight difference that he's been doing with Mane through the centre? Um, how do you see a Robo play, playing as almost as a as a third centre back a majority of the time? So I was speaking to someone off air earlier on, and it, it's not a bad shout. I would actually start playing Mane in the middle because yesterday's goal, if you think mm. about it, came with the Origi second goal, Origi cross, and Mane was in the box to mm. get that goal in. And we saw yesterday in um, patterns of play that Jota was operating from the right side, where Mane usually operates, or sorry, from the left side, and he was sort of cutting in. So it might be an idea to play Mane through the middle. Um, he's got a goal, and I know he's still not the Mane of old, but he's, he's playing got a goal. Four. He's playing Maybe, yeah, no, he is, he is, but a goal will do him the world of good. You know, that's what we're hoping for anyway. The goal, a goal will, you know, do his confidence no harm. Play him through the middle and Salah on the right and then Jota on the left. I think I think Jota will have a big game, actually. I think this will be his fourth game back or third game back. And he's just started to feel like yesterday he started to get into his rhythm. He had two chances, which he should have buried one of them, which was a clear-cut chance. But you just feel that um, on Monday he could just be the one that goes back and haunts um, the Wolves. Oh, you, that that won't be nice, will it, Finn? I mean, I know that's always the expectation, isn't it? We, we you know, we you, the opposition team always looks for players that have played for them and say, "Oh, we know he's getting the winner." Um, but Finners, there's no bad, there's no bad um, animosity towards Joe. No, no, you got no, big no. money. You got no, big money. Yeah, it, it was just strange that he. I, I mean, I came on when you signed him. I remember and did a did a thing on here. And it was heartbroken, Avi. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember the show, but you also made a point, Finners. Um, sorry, Grizz, I'm interrupting you quite a few times, so I apologise to you off air. We'll sure, we'll go sorry. over it with a cup of tea, <laughs> Finners. You you made a mention, and all of us when Jota was scoring goals for fun, it was like I'm seeing a different player here because he's actually finishing it first time. Whereas Wolves, he would need like three, four chances, and some of the misses oh, that mate. he would like because I saw a bit of Wolves, and he would 
he would just snap at chances, you know, like similar to what we're doing right now with Mane and Mane, um, Salah. It's not coming natural to them. But at Liverpool, those first games, uh, the first sort of like 15 games before he got injured, he was showing that instinct that uh, like a Robbie Fowler was showing back in the day or like a Owen, yeah. just like hitting it without thinking. But yesterday he had that chance, didn't he, when he was clear on through, wasn't he, Grizz? Um, when he got past Upamakano and then he just shot straight at the keeper. He just, when he has time to think, he sort of misses. Whereas when yeah, he takes definitely. it first time, like the Atlanta finishes, those three finishes against Atlanta, cool, calm, collected composure, everything was there. But at Wolves, he was missing chances galore. That's the sort of thing that, I mean, it was all happy until people started sort of theorising that he almost like maybe wasn't, tr- but like it got in his head that he wanted to move and then people started to get annoyed with him because the player that we saw last season was so bad. Like that um, Cliff, you've seen like a horse with an exercise ball. And he'd just like fall over the ball. <laughs> like at the end, he was yeah. like, what are you trying not to score? It was, it was, it got really frustrating at the end of the season. And so much so that he was sort of seen as like, he was going to be a substitute from then on. And then all of a sudden this Liverpool move comes on and then we're seeing prime Jotter again. And that's the only thing that sort of irked people. But on his day, he's unbelievable. I remember coming on saying that he really reminded me of Suarez, that just his like his dribbling style and that sort of, don't, I hit, remember don't you. think about it, bang. I remembered you last night. Ben, I absolutely, you, you, yeah, you came in my thoughts. Late night. Uh, positive, it was positive thoughts. Um, there was a there was a chance that Jota kind of created for himself where he tried, Avi, do you remember when he, the one you're talking about, when he dribbled past the first one, Probably, then he yeah. tried to play it out to Mane, but he kind of just, just kind of um, messy dribbled, sort of clicking off the player, bouncing off the defender. Shin off, yeah, off the shins. Very far is like, and 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 Finn said it when we bought him that he does a lot of that, and that's why I remember your 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 analysis of him that in terms of he does a lot of that like you, it doesn't look um, doesn't look good but it gets the job done. He's, he's, he comes you know, alive in an instance. Yeah, no, he does. He's a busy bee, and it's similar to Suarez. Suarez will be quiet, but as soon as he gets the ball, he will try little things, and it, it will, and ironically, it always comes off for players like that. Like play it through the like play it through the legs yeah. or a double you know knock yeah, on effect. The reason for that, the reason for that is he's incessant. Mm-hmm. You try it again and again. He doesn't yeah. let it affect his confidence. Mane is the same. It just shows you our recruitment is so methodical, guys. You will not believe it because mm-hmm. he is like Mane in in terms of he'll keep going, he'll keep doing that, keep trying. Mane's playing like shit at the moment, but he's trying it every single time. And you know who else reminds me? Of these type of players, Neto, Finn. I know you don't want to go down this. <laughs> Neto is Neto is oh my god, such a Liverpool player in every sense. Tell us about Neto, how he's you know performed this season and how he's lit up. Uh, I was going to say a packed Molyneux, but he, I don't think he has the chance <laughs> to light up a packed Molyneux. He's um. He's a player that really gives me faith for the young players that we've also brought in, especially Fabio Silva, because he came in um, and played a few Europa League games in our qualifiers. I don't know if you remember last season. I think when we were in at the 90 min offices, Grizz and uh, Wolves were playing in like Al- Albania and then Ireland and that, in those sorts yeah. of games. And he was playing in those. And that was really all we saw of him. And he just looked so lightweight. And we put him on some sort of programme um, to bulk up. He seems to have added a yard of pace. And then you see, like, it's allowing now the technical ability to shine because he's not getting shoved off the ball as soon as he gets it. And uh, yeah, it seems to be good, predominantly left-footed, but good with both feet. Just like, I mean, Jota was right-footed, but they've both got. Like, I've seen them both score goals with both feet. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. And uh. And yeah, he, he, they've both got that sort of not like if you kick me, I'll kick you back sort of attitude. Yeah. Not sort of rolling around on the floor like you see a lot of Portuguese players maybe. Um, yeah near to you guys Um, (laughs) but no yeah they've got that sort of attitude and you just you do see a similar player in that they want to go to I mean Neto came in and said I want to be Ronaldo I want to be the next Ronaldo it's like steady on mate you brought you in for 15 million and you're on the bench and now you've seen it you're like wow this kid could could go to the top and I don't know how many years we've got of him hopefully next season at least but no yeah he's a he would be the next Jota and, and even better possibly scarily Amazing, you, mentioned, you mentioned him as Suarez, but for me, his running style and his dribbling style reminds me of um, Damien Duff. You know how <laughs> Duff used to come on from the right and just dribble with the ball with Blackburn and then Chelsea? Not so much no, Chelsea, but like with Blackburn. Out. 
No. Was time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. More stuff for me. Just direct with that. Well, and you know, left-footed dribblers—they always find a way as well. Like it's so, it's hard to defend against left-footed sort of wingers than mm. it is than a right-footed winger. And it's like Salah as well. Like just the, the way they sort of can cut and get that space and the shoot—he reminds me of Damien Duff quite Not a lot. Bad shout. Um, shut up, Marty. Marty's always negative. Thinks Neto will be a proper city player. He's not going city. He's coming to us, Marty. Yeah, I that Mahrez role was a bit scary. Um, but uh, let's get your uh, predictions in, lads. I'm going to go to Avi first. Please fucking change the 4-0 one. Like, just for one week, maybe. Change it. You did it to us last time. It's up time. to you. Yeah, well, it's up to you. If you want to go 4-0, it's up to you. But You shouldn't influence my decision. No, I'm no, I get it. Yeah, too much influence. Go on. I'm going I'm to go with another... Um, well, sorry, not another. I'm going to go with a 2-0 um, away win for Liverpool. 2-0, yeah? And I think we will score in the first half this time around as well. Okay. Yeah. A, a clean sheet, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I, I believe in Phillips and uh, Kabak, yeah. Okay, we'll touch upon that in a minute. Um, go on, Finn. What I love about Finn is he was always honest. <laughs> It'll be nil-nil at half-time, hopefully. Um, <laughs> I've just seen someone saying as well, we don't know about Pedence. That's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. Um, but he'd probably be on the bench, um, if anything. Again, mm. another fantastic Portuguese player. Um, but realistically, I was going to say 2-0 Liverpool as well and they've come in the second half. I could pray for a nil-nil and as you're thinking about, I saw someone say about a high line and then Traore and Neto, I'm trying to convince myself there's something there. Um, but realistically, yeah, I think 2-0 Liverpool. I'm going to say nil-nil just to be ultra yeah. positive. You never know. Positive, exactly. The way we're playing, you know, no. I think I think a draw is, is quite a, um, a fair assessment, you know that, but, you know, I won't give my prediction. Everyone knows I don't give my prediction. This it's early. fluid. It's this fluid, fluid, isn't it? Chris? Absolutely. I'll give about I'll give about fifteen predictions before, and then hopefully one of them will come off, and then yeah, I'll tweet it. But um, but Finn, man, it's been absolute pleasure as always, man. Thank you so much. I know you've had a a hectic week. Uh, really appreciate you coming down, man. Um, where can Pleasure. everyone find you, man? Where can everyone go and get some more content from you? Uh, well, I was on YouTube till about two months ago. Um, we lost to West Brom oh, and I haven't put up a video ever since. But I'll, I'll be back soon. Um, good man. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's one of them ones where you get blamed for uh, for everything, oh. like the, the, the you know, like the people that represent the club. So took a little bit of time. Hopefully, be back soon. But um, no, yeah. F I N E double R Z. Don't ask why I spell it like that. But Finner's uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. So feel free if you batter us, come and give me a bit of stick. And uh, and yeah, thank you for having me on. No problem, man. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Hope to chat to you soon. Yeah, definitely. Switch nice soon. one, man. See you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, so we're... Moti Tariq has put in a super chat. What's this currency, Avi? Help me with this currency. Nokia. It seems like a stock to me, Nokia. Um, Is it? Money that I've got stock in, but yeah. If anyone I'm knows what this currency... Nok, Swedish, Swedish, is it? Okay. Oh no! Of course, it's Norwegian. It's Norwegian. Norwegian. This is uh, that's your um, Liberace, all that. Yes, yes. Grizz Khan supporters club. Absolutely, Grizz. Give us some gossip, please. Well, the gossip is um, um, the the vaccine works and it doesn't um, give you side effects, as everyone's complaining about. Well, not hasn't given me. It's it's fine. It's safe. I advise everyone to go and get the vaccine done. There's some gossip for you, um, Avi. How are we? Uh, we're all right, mate. We're all right. You mentioned um, you having confidence in um, the centre-back. What was, your, what was your view on the performance over the weekend? Uh, not weekend, yesterday, wasn't it? Of our two centre-backs. I know Fabinho, but we know Fabinho's the best number six in the world. We know Fabinho was a matter of time before he comes into midfield. Um, we knew about Salah's going to get a goal and, and Gini's and Thiago's. Talk to me about the two centre backs and their. What do you think we do with them? For when when sort of going forward, is, yeah, going forward. So I think we need to be a little bit sort of sensible here. Like with Phillips, great, mm-hmm. you know, he's come in and he's done fantastically well. The only one game that I saw him have a little bit of a shaky one was Newcastle against Callum Wilson. I think he sort of like you know did him twice in some plays and. 
his passing wasn't great, but he's he's come a long way and he's done really well and he's winning everything. He was he won everything in the air yesterday against a Yusuf Poulsen who who you expected to cause trouble. And then we've got Kabak. You know, we 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 seem to be getting you know bypassing that he's twenty years old. You know, he's he was a young prospect in the Bundesliga. I think he won an award as well a season or back to when he was nineteen. Um, the hottest prospect um coming out of the Bundesliga. I'm pretty sure he won it. So we need to be a little bit sort of cautious because you know Joe Gomez at twenty wasn't the finished article. Van Dijk wasn't certainly the finished article at twenty. Um, defenders before then at the club, Carragher at twenty making mistakes galore. Sammy mm. Hippier came from Finland, you know, from the Dutch league at a very late age. So we've got to give uh, Kabak time. I do believe, and I know you are, you know, on the fence where you don't think we'll go and sign him and make his deal permanent. I'm on the side where I think we will go ahead and um, go and buy Kabak. Phillips, if we get some substantial money for him, I would sell. We can't be sentimental this summer, especially not this summer. So, so you're willing to say that you'd keep Kabak, and then that would mean basically, I probably realistically we go out and get an, one more centre back. That that would mean right, as opposed to sort of not taking up the option of Kabak, and then going out and getting two centre backs. Um, yeah, I don't think we'll take up the option. I hope I'm wrong because that will mean Kabak has had a storming, outstanding end to the season, which culminates. Well, have you made it. a few times so far, considering he's had four different partners? I just want to get your opinion. Kabak? Yeah. Oh, it's very, very, very harsh of me to judge him on on sort of the, the season so far. Absolutely take into consideration into um sort of the the you know the the the, the injuries different partners, just the general form of the team's been shit. So, you know, as and I've told you this in private, it's not based on what he's done f- sort of so far. It's ever since we were linked since September, I've been watching him sort of October. To, I've been watching him for like six months. Um, and I didn't bear think mind, he was... Bear in mind that Schalke team is absolutely awful. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've taken into consideration all these aspects. I don't, you know, make judgments on players that quick. Um, it would be foolish if I just judged him on the time in Liverpool. He's done well. He's done okay. I don't think he's been brilliant. Um, yesterday, he was brilliant. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll take that. He's been brilliant yesterday. Um, I mean, look, Kev makes a point there about the price is right for Kabak. And no matter what, what there's profit in him down the line. So, yeah, from that aspect, it's an absolute no-brainer. If you, But I don't want to go down that route in terms of looking to make profit on players this summer. This summer's not the time to look to make profit and and buy potential and gems. I want ready-made. I don't have any faith in Matip's injury record uh, and for him to be sort of the one that's going to be sort of, you know, you know, durable throughout the season. Forget that story now. Forget it. We've got Gomez coming back from one of the worst injuries people are saying that they've seen. So we need someone durable, reliable, experienced. Um Kabak at max, in my opinion, would be a max fourth choice centre back. Um, you know, but I hope I'm wrong, Avi. Look, I love being wrong when it when it means Liverpool are doing well, if you know what I mean. So if Kabak gets signed, I'm supporting while he's there. Absolutely. On never sort of slate him over the top, give him every kind of support he needs through social media, because that's all we can do. I just don't think he's of the required quality going forward. That's my opinion. Hypothetically speaking, if you get 10 million for Nat Phillips this summer and 10 Phillips for Joel Matip, would you sell both of them for 20 million combined? Um, So 10 million for Phillips. And 10 million for Matip. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd bite your arm off. I'd bite your hand off. I'd bite your arm off. I'd bite your hand off. Uh, Phillips. Phillips has been wonderful, man. Phillips yesterday, Phillips yesterday was our Terry Butcher uh, playing for England with that, with that bandage around his head and everything. I know there was no blood, but, you know, there were certain headers he went for where I thought there's going to be blood. <laughs> He's a madman. Um, so I can't, I, can't, I can't sit here and say uh, anything negative. It's, it's always hard to sort of say something negative after a performance and, and like that. And, you know, but I'm going to say, Avi, that's me. I'm going to say it. I don't see either of them. 
being at Liverpool next year. And I don't think, um, you know, Phillips is of the required quality, but I think he's been an absolute hero when we've needed one so badly. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's given it his all, his everything. Um, and he wears his heart on his sleeve and big him up so much. But listen, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to make things right this summer for next season. We've, this season has been, he's been mental. There's no time for sentiment, honestly. And, yeah. and say, Oh, they've been so brilliant. Let's keep them on. Because th- in my opinion, as I said, just my opinion and everyone in the chat who stayed with us and, and uh, please smash the like button before we end up, um, Everyone's going to tell me I was wrong and they were sensational next season. And I'm very happy to hold my hands up um, and say that I was wrong, but I just don't see it, Avi. just don't see it. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. From what Make you've heard, quick. from what you've heard, one centre-back that you think Liverpool will go out and pursue and sign. Go on, put your <laughs> neck on the, put your neck on the line for once, Grizz. Uh, I always do, mate. I always do. I don't hold back. Um, but I have to hold back because we've got a we've got a transfer agenda show starting up very very soon, so I'm not going to give um, everything away. Um, but I, I I do know of a name of a centre back that we've started talks with, and and it's a very very experienced centre back, very proven centre back. Um, slightly the wrong age, but then again, a lot of people said the same about Thiago. FSG won't go for him. Um, that's all I can give away without giving it away. So you're not going to give a name out? No, I'm not, Avi. You know, it's my show, my rules. Uh, can I give so it out you, then? Can I give it out then? No, you can't because you'll be banned <laughs> uh, from all platforms. But but um, people giving out names in there, you know, make up your own mind uh, who I'm referring to. But look, it's a long way away. We need uh, to focus on the, on the task in hand. I know you've predicted uh, number seven in Istanbul. So let's hope you're right for once in your life. Um, and uh, look, back to the matters in, uh, matters in hand in the league. Uh, just before we go, I want to give another shout out to our sponsors, www.yourfutcard.com. Get over there. Um, it's a personal friend of mine as well. So it's a fantastic setup there. Um, type in LFCDT and you get 20% off. Avi, my brother, it's been a pleasure, man. We got through that all right. How are you feeling? Very good, very good. If I can, just a quick one, and just want to thank the LFC Day Trippers and a special thanks to Grizz and Gav for letting me come on board. Also, if all the people that have um, commented tonight, if they want to go on my handle, I do want to create a LFC Day Trippers clubhouse. So those who are in the comments, they can join me on a clubhouse, LFC Day Trippers. Um, it can be a post-reaction show or we can just talk all things Liverpool. But I do need some people to go on my Twitter and just uh, let me know if, they, if they're if on it. And if they need invites, I've got plenty of invites to give out. So that would be great for all of us to have an audio chat <coughs> on the LFC Day Trippers on Clubhouse. Thank you. That, that's all from me, Grizz. No problem, man. No problem. Thank you. And we might even get the odd appearance from Grizz as well. I can't promise, but I will try my best. While he sips on his... Uh, oh, he wants some. He wants a bit of money for it. If the price is right, you know, you can get me. But look, no, nah, I'm joking. We saw something out. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to tonight's Carnage. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've smashed the like button. Hope you've subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, loads of content coming up. We're going places. Um, I know Gav's setting up a website for you guys and all sorts of chat rooms and Wow, the guy's a workaholic and all credit goes to him. But not tonight. Tonight's all about me and Avi. And thank you very much for tuning in. Hope to see you guys next week for another episode of Carnage. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.